Work It Out podcast. Starting now. Hey, it's the Work It Out podcast and today we have Toby Jones from Learning Vault joining us in the van. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you (laughs) in the van. Today we just wanted to talk about resumes and changing landscape of jobs and careers with tech being brought in and kind of how to make a good first impression. Lots of different things we're covering Mm, in this podcast. Excellent. Well, can't wait. So, Toby Jones from Learning Vault. He's the commercial director. It's a new role, right? Correct. Yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a fairly new company, to be honest. So um, we are essentially an education company specialising in digital resources. And, um, you know, as you mentioned there about the um, you know, changes and advances in technology, we're very much at the forefront of that and um, adapting our resources in order to suit the modern learner and, um, and to make most of all the new technologies that are now available. And how did you end up there? So Tell me a little bit about your journey. <laughs> My journey is very unplanned, to be honest. Um, I suppose some people have uh, five-year, ten-year plans, or when they're in school, they know exactly what they want to do. But I, I was never really like that. It was more whatever felt right, I would move to next. So I finished school, wasn't sure what I really wanted to do, didn't want to incur sort of tens of thousands worth of debt at university trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do with still no idea at the end of it. So I um, went traveling for a couple of years and then I just decided to do what I enjoyed. So at that time it was drama. So I ran a small drama school and um, that then evolved into a video school and then did some video content and then did some education workshops and moved to Australia and then I uh, was really fascinated by the by the vet space and I uh, was involved with learning platforms for the vet space going back about three and a half years ago mm-hmm. and um, sort of been here ever since. So um, it's not been a planned journey by any sense, but it's been more about just moving forward with the things that I enjoy. So I'm really passionate about education, particularly the vet space. And uh, also really passionate about new technologies and how we are uh, equipping the uh, the next workforce. That's really exciting. So when we talk about the next workforce, mm. what do they have to look to? So I know that with robots, it's streamlining a lot of roles that traditionally mm. we had. But now that new generation, what, what sort of jobs are out there? What can we expect well, in the future? Well, I suppose part of the exciting thing is we don't actually know what the next jobs are going to look like. Um, I was uh, Last weekend, um, I was with a, f- a friend of ours and they've got a nine-year-old and he was sat there coding. And I mean, I can do a bit of basic WordPress coding, but he was sat there and showing me what he was creating. And he was creating this virtual world and he's nine. So he's got a, you know, 21 year head start on me so it's incredible to think what his future is going to look like and the the sorts of capabilities that he's going to have as you mentioned there the advances of things like ai are yes streamlining the workforce but i don't think that is necessarily meaning there's gonna be less jobs i think the jobs are just gonna be very different Mm. and people are going to have to be embracing technology as part of that and seeing opportunities for where they can really spend their time in excel but having said that, I also still fully believe that there's a lot of space for traditional trades. Um, you know, walking around the... Uh, it's the, hard to ignore that when you're walking around I the know, skill I show. Mean, I mean, that's what's, been, that's what's been amazing. I mean, you're wandering around, you're seeing, you know, butchery and welding. And then uh, on the other end, you've got people playing around with the robotics as part of the tri skill or putting on some VR goggles. And there's always going to be a space for both. Yeah. And it's exciting to see how we will start to see more technology being used 
in traditional trades through things like um, 3D printing mm. um, will be a massive one. But the 3D printer still needs to be programmed. You still need to have someone who sat behind it with the you know, creative nous or the understanding of architecture in order to actually make that a reality. You know, a house is not going to build itself. There exactly. still has to be a human element in order to make that happen. Yeah, so I worked for a dairy company before I worked here mm. and we had robots milking cows. Yeah. But it doesn't mean there's no farmers or no robotic techs, or no engineers. It's just the way that we're doing things is changing, and it's just about embracing that. And it is really exciting Mm. to see where this is going to go. And embracing is the main thing. I think the worst thing we could be doing right now is seeing it as a threat or being scared by it. And instead, it should be looking at it as an opportunity and seeing what can we do? How can we? Technology is coming, whether we like it or not jobs that we've got now are going to look completely different Mm. so we have to work out how we can progress alongside technology rather than trying to put up barriers and saying well you know it can't be in the classroom it it can't be in the workplace so and i think there's so much good that can be done out of it i mean in the resource landscape um you know some of the the platform that that we use is very much about being able to have that transparency and trackability previously you would have a you know, an hour a week, say, with a student on a face-to-face level, they go home and they come the next week and you ask them if they've, you know, if they've studied, if they've done their work and they, everyone nods, you know, we've all done it. I, yeah, I would nod. nod and say, yeah, I spent the weekend reading and all the rest of it. Whereas You've whereas quickly now, gone through the book before class. Exactly. Whereas now you can actually see how long has that student actually spent on the platform over the weekend. And we're not doing it to catch people out, mm. but it's actually to help with retention of students. You could be juggling three jobs, yeah. um, but you're not going to come and tell me that in that hour's face-to-face. Yeah, you never know the reason why. No. Someone hasn't been able to do the work, yeah. you know. Sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah, so technology in the classroom is a massive thing to actually help to improve retention rates and also get a full 360 understanding of how a student is travelling. Exciting. So, you're in the van. I am in the van. And in the van we have a game. Okay. Okay, so I want to ask <laughs> you how you problem solve, so how you work it out. Yeah. What's your go-to? I explained to our guest yesterday, Saxon, that the way I solve problems is by paper, scissors, rock. Okay. (laughs) He had a far more profound (laughs) response, but I want to know your answer. Problem solving. Um, I think if it's a a strategic problem, perhaps, I love discussion. I love getting different people's opinions, a blank sheet of paper. Let's just sort of really thrash it out. And, um, so you're the creative one. You like to see it visually. I do. I like to see it. Um, I really like to sort of dig deep into it and see where we get at the end of it. And the big thing with that is not is entering that problem solving without actually already sort of hoping what you think the outcome is going to look like. Yeah. You've got to allow it to go wherever it goes next. So I think that's probably my approach to, to problem solving. Awesome. I think I'm going to have to come up with a, a better <laughs> example. While we have you here, you've just started your new job at yep. Learning Vault. Yep. And I really wanted to talk to you about how to make a good first impression, how to go from where you were to where you want to be yep. and just, you know, building kind of that base knowledge on mm. how to get a job. I think you've got to be you've got to be honest with yourself. We can all think that we want to do a certain thing or or all the rest of it, but it all starts, you know, for example, with, with a resume. You, you can essentially, you have the power to write whatever you like on a resume, but you're going to have to do that job. So the best thing you can do is actually be honest with how you, yeah, there's, there's room there to, to maybe give yourself a better write-up than maybe that you might have. But being authentic is so important. 
once you're actually in an interview situation or once you start meeting with a company that potentially you want to work with, there's no point going into it unless it's going to be the right fit. I always think interviews is a, is a two-way street. Any interviews I've, I've ever done with candidates, I always say to them at the beginning, this is, this is a two-way interview. Mm. They're interviewing me as much as I'm interviewing them because it'd be great for them to come on board. They've got the right skills on the resume, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't want it to go for three, six months and it's not a good fit for them and it's not a good fit for me. Yeah. And it's not been a, a good use of anyone's time. So I think in an interview situation, you should always make sure that you are interviewing the interviewer as much as, as they are you. Because if you don't actually want to work there, then don't do it. Yeah, it's it's about finding that right fit. And I think yeah. as I've gone through sort of the corporate world for the last few years, yeah. I am definitely starting to take that information and mm. making sure that I'm asking questions to make sure it is the right fit. Because mm. as much as you may want the job, it might not be right for you. So it yeah. is just, you know, being a little bit more critical about the company that you might be mm. working for or the people you're working with. Yeah. And don't be afraid to change it up. Mm. If something's not working, if something doesn't fit for you, then then change it. I mean we only really get one go at this. So yeah. you might as well you might as well enjoy it. There's nothing worse than, you know, spend most of our time in the workplace. And if that's not contributing something positive in your life, then you need to have a serious think about whether it's it's the right it's the right career for you awesome so thank you toby jones for joining us in the work it out podcast thank you so much for having me it's been good fun it's been great thank you